Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Savvy Time, the podcast. I'm your host, Astrid Zagazeta, and on this podcast, I like to educate and motivate on topics relating to wellness, self-improvement, and the art of aligning, of staying connected to your truest self. Today, we're going to talk about overcoming negative habits. All of us, at some point of our lives, have fallen or keep falling into bad habits. And for many of us, it becomes an addictive cycle, an unbreakable pattern. We may reach a point that we're so blinded that we stop noticing its harm. And not every bad habit is super bad because some may bring enjoyment in our lives, but it's all about maintaining a balance, not letting that bad habit take over your life. So it's really important to think about replacing the habit instead of breaking it. Because if we think to ourselves, I have to break this habit, you start thinking of change and your brain fears change because it likes comfortability. Shifting your mindset into replacing it instead could be more effective because you start bits by bits of replacing it with an act that benefits you. You're going to adjust and with consistency, boom, you replace that bad habit with a good one. But anyway, we will actually go into more depth in regards to this later on in the episode. I do have a very special guest, and this episode is honestly long overdue, but finally, we are here. My cousin Rudy, he is going to talk about this to us, uh, about this topic, and he is going to inform inform us of a specific syndrome named post-acute withdrawal syndrome. I never heard of it until he spoke to me about it, and I'm pretty sure that many of us, that um, many of you guys that are listening have not heard of it either. It's not a syndrome that is very known. It's not super common from what I've heard, but he's going to talk a little bit about this towards the end. First, I do want him to introduce himself real quick, and then we will get to the questions. Hey guys, it's Rudy Joseph Zagazetta, aka Roxas, the lead guitarist and frontman of SOL, punk rock band from South Florida. Today... I'm here with my cousin Astrid, and we're going to be talking about overcoming negative habits and dealings, dealing with uh, your struggles with addiction and sobriety and everything, uh, dealing with that. All right? Stay tuned. All righty. So for the first question, what are habits that have negatively affected your well-being, and how do you know when to stop? So, of course, you know, growing up, we're going to have a lot of times on our hands. And uh, we tend to pull all that into some form of hobby or something of some kind. For me, it was video games. I used to love playing video games. I could be spending 8, 10, maybe even 12 hours a day just gaming with my friends, having a blast. But there comes a time when you realize that, you know, hey... This hobby, this passion of mine is taking up a lot of time and I could be doing so many more things that are productive and could be better, you know, for me to, you know, achieve financial freedom or whatever it is that you value right now, right? And um, yeah, sometimes you just have to say enough is enough, you know, and slowly 
bring your habits down, whether it's, you know, you're playing Minecraft or Call of Duty, you know, four to six hours a day, you know, bringing bringing it down to maybe half an hour, or, you know, you're chronically doom scrolling on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube shorts. Like, I know a lot of you guys listening probably do, you know, or even TikTok, for an example. But, uh, yeah, just start to limit that and then actively work towards something productive that could help you in your future. You know, whether it's researching on some stocks that you want to invest in to help you financially, whether it's looking up maybe some examples on different exercise uh, things or anything like that. You know, there's just there's so much time that you can be doing something else rather than, you know, doom scrolling, playing video games, um, vaping or anything like that. You know, we just, we have 24 hours in a day. So, you know, we have to use that time wisely. And with age, you start to realize really how limited all that time is. And you, I think everyone will tend to make better choices later on in life but I think it's good to start early start now while you can you know if you want to jump into real estate hey there's plenty of youtubers right now that are providing content to help new listeners you know on um, how to get your real estate license when it comes to negative habits and things of that nature you know when you're constantly doing it every day and it's affecting your everyday mood and your thoughts and it's no longer being positive, you know, I think that's a good distinction of when to know that, hey, I think I should be doing something else. You know, granted, a lot of these things, you know, give us dopamine, right? When you're on Instagram, you post a picture, someone gives you a like, you know, or you find some new person on there and you follow them, you start DMing them, they start replying, maybe they're famous or something, maybe it's Drake, you know, Drake's talking to you and you, your dopamine's going crazy, you know. Yeah, if it's just constantly part of every day, your day-to-day habit, uh, you should stop for sure, or at least take a break, you know. But if it's constantly on your mind, you know, you're doing it every day, and that's all you can think about throughout the day. You know, um, I think that's a good indication of, you know, maybe what it is you're doing isn't so positive to or beneficial to your life, you know, or to your lifestyle and what you're trying to achieve. Because simply we're all trying to achieve something, right? We all have goals and motivations. Um, Everyone could be a little bit different, but at the end of the day, we all have something that we're striving for, striving to achieve. So, you know, if you're at work, for an example... And you have to check Instagram. You have to check Instagram. You're hiding behind a crate or something, hoping that your boss doesn't see you. You know, right then and there, boom, that's a negative habit. That is an addiction. You should cut that. Uh, Let's say you have a big report um, for your class. And you know you should be working on it, but instead you're late at night, scrolling on YouTube, watching videos 
that are completely irrelevant to your report or you're playing video games and you know you're having a blast and getting angry this guy killed you in call of duty or whatever it is you know you should stop that's a negative habit just cut it out you know and it's easier said than done but i think in the long run you'll thank yourself that you know looking back at the past you realize like hey I was able to control this, this negative habit of mine, this addiction, and I didn't let it progress any further, and it was way better beneficial to me in the long run, you know, um, we only have 24 hours in the day, so you have to choose that very wisely with what you do, um, with all that, and, um, yeah, there's just, there's so many other things you could be doing, go feed your dog, go take your dog out for a walk, go talk to your mom, you know, go talk to your dad while they're still alive, you know. Um, speak to a cousin. Speak to a friend. There's just so many other things that you've been doing, you know. We're very limited on this earth. And I'm not saying, you know, cut it off altogether. You know, whatever it is, it brings you enjoyment in your life, whatever hobby it is. But just, you know, just be frugal a little bit. Just be aware of what's going on and that. You know, tone it down a little bit. I think we can all do that, even in, even uh, for me, you know, for sure. You see, there's so many good things that you can do for yourself throughout the day. You can learn something new. You can try something new. You can be productive. And it's not even to be a pro at it, but to gain knowledge, to gain experience, to get educated in a way, to be cultured. You know, there are so many things that you can do throughout the day. It adds more to life. It can also make great conversation starters. Now, it's not easy to break bad habits, but you can replace them. And like I mentioned earlier, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes consistency, like with most things in life. And like my cousin said, start young while you can. If you're young, start young while you can. And also, earlier I mentioned about post-acute withdrawal syndrome. So... Rudy, he actually shared his story with me about this syndrome, which I, like I mentioned, I never heard of it before, and I'm pretty sure that many people have not either. It's really eye-opening, and it's really important for people to know that they can get this syndrome if you indulge in one specific bad habit. So I really would like him to share what it is. He's also excited to share his story with all of us. He has valuable information to provide. So for this question, could you please tell us your experience with post-acute withdrawal syndrome? Okay, guys. Um, so I'm going to give you guys a little short story. Um, back in April, I want to say April 8th, April 9th, I woke up to a panic attack. It was the first panic attack that I've ever experienced in my life in my 26 years of life and um it was very traumatic you know i woke up six in the morning thinking i had a heart heart attack you know go to the doctors and you know they tell me hey we checked your vitals we did an ekg on your heart everything is fine it's just anxiety relax you know and that's probably the worst thing they could have told me is to relax how can you relax when a doctor is telling you to relax i don't think that's very helpful and you know over the span of a couple of weeks i've had this tremendous amount of anxiety so 
just like anybody else, you know, I started to go online and start researching um, my experiences and the symptoms that I have right now. And I stumbled across something called post-acute withdrawal syndrome. Now, post-acute withdrawal syndrome is a syndrome that's not well studied. Um, I've been to a couple doctors and not one doctor that I've been to has ever heard of post-acute withdrawal syndrome. And honestly, that's very scary. You know, when you're going to the doctors, you're assuming that these guys have the answers, the cure for whatever is, um, whatever your symptoms are, whatever is making you feel unwell. And to go to somebody, a professional, a health professional, and for them to tell you, I've never heard that, will probably scare you. Luckily for me, and through the power of the internet, I found a community online on Reddit. There's a subreddit called Weed Paws, P-A-W-S. And they were able to help me identify exactly what's going on with me and that simply what I was dealing with is post-acute withdrawal syndrome. Now, there's a lot of factors that come into post-acute withdrawal syndrome, but the main thing that most people start off with is a panic attack from long-term use of marijuana. Whether you're smoking a lot a day, a little bit a day, it varies. But usually everyone starts off with a panic attack. And then for me, my symptoms after that was just this tremendous amount of anxiety every single day. You know, I finally found a health professional, a psychiatric therapist, if you will, that actually knew about post-acute withdrawal syndrome for marijuana. And she told me that it takes between 6 to 24 months to fully recover. Now, when I heard two years, two years it could possibly take to fully recover, that scared me, the living bejeebus, bejesus out of me. And I didn't know what to do. I felt powerless. I felt like, wow, I'm going to be stuck with this anxiety, these intrusive thoughts, this feeling, this unwell feeling for two years. You know, I, I just couldn't fathom it. Luckily for me now, I'm in month four. I've done a tremendous amount of lifestyle changes to help me combat that anxiety. And one of those Lifestyle changes was exercise. Exercising every single day. That will help level you out, achieve homeostasis, and bring your anxiety levels down where you're in the parasympathetic nervous system. Where you're relaxed, calm, cool, chill. That's what we're all just trying to achieve when you're going through post-acute withdrawal syndrome. I'm very, very lucky that I found this community that pointed me in the right direction on how to combat this syndrome. Because without it, I would be so lost. You know, So there are a couple other things um, that could happen. You know, uh, Some people get schizophrenia. Some people get Alzheimer's. You know, cold sweats at night, very vivid nightmares every single night, uh, suicidal thoughts even. I'm so lucky that for me, it's very mild, you know, and I really, 
I have my heart out for those people, you know, that are suffering way worse than me, you know, and it's different from everybody. Like I said before, you know, you could be smoking a lot, you could be smoking a little bit, but for some reason it happens more, more often with males than females. So if you're a female out there and you're smoking weed, I guess you might be a little bit lucky. However, it could still happen to you. So my piece of advice to any of you guys that, you know, chronic smokers out here in South Florida, which is a lot of you, a lot of you listeners out there probably, maybe even smoking right now as you're listening to this podcast, stop smoking, man. Just do something else. There's so many other things you could be doing in your life. Our bodies are not capable of having this constant hit of dopamine in our brain that's frying us from within and we don't even know it to a point where hey you're gonna get a panic attack and it's going to change on you and i'm convinced now that you know i really hope it doesn't happen to any of you guys out there listening but why risk it what's the point you know for me i know that i can never go back it's it'll never be enjoyable i've been shocked so much it's been such a traumatic experience for me so I just felt like if I can provide this information to one of you guys, one of the listeners, you know, that may be going through something like I am or that's smoking chronically right now, marijuana, whether it's in the form of the bud, the oil, the vape cartridge, edibles, all of that stuff is junk. You know, you can be doing so much more pro uh, productive things. You know, it's just it's not worth it, man, for real, you know. And if there's anybody out there that really needs or feels like they need help or someone to talk to, please reach out to me. You know, I'd be more than willing and happy to point you in the nearest direction for information or if you need someone to talk to regarding this. Because, you know, it's it's an epidemic for sure. You know, there's a lot of chronic weed smokers and you probably think right now you don't have a problem. But I promise you, if you're smoking every day or you're constantly thinking about it, oh man, I can't wait to leave work and smoke, you're addicted, you know? And I guess the first step is realizing that, hey, this is an addiction. This is something that I think I can control, but in reality, I can't control it. But the truth is, is that anyone can stop. It's not the end of the world. I'm so lucky that I found these people online. I'm so lucky that I found this community and the position that I am now where I'm literally thriving. And to all you guys out there, you know, it's just not worth it. Whether it's marijuana, cocaine, uh, benzos, anything like that. I know there's a huge epidemic right here in South Florida, especially with drugs of all kind. It's just not worth it. You can be doing so many other things that can be productive in your life. So level up, kids. Level up. Alright, guys. So, um, as you guys know, I'm in a punk rock band called SOL. Uh, We have a new single coming out called I-95. I'm going to be dropping it on my 27th birthday, which is Tuesday, August 15th. Please, please come check it out. We have a YouTube. We have Instagram. Um, We'll soon to have a TikTok and start that uh, platform up. Uh, if you could please just give us a follow on Instagram, sol.roxis and sol.rockband. All the links are on there. Our YouTube's on there. Our SoundCloud's on there. You know, uh, maybe soon we'll be on Spotify and stuff like that. But yeah, um, for all you guys out there that are chronically addicted to drugs, just know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not over. You know, we have to keep fighting. 
because if we're not fighting, then what's the point of living? Well, that is all that we have for you today. A huge thanks to my cousin to coming on the show today to share his experience, to sharing his story. Make sure to check him out on social media, especially Instagram. If you're into rock, you know, just go ahead, check him out. He's awesome. But thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to leave a five-star rating so that we can continue to grow our Savvy Time community. It takes less than five seconds. Remember, it's all about balance and focus on replacing the habit, not breaking it. You're strong. You can do anything that you set your mind to. I will talk to you all next time, and I hope you have a blessed and a prosperous day. Yes, sir. It's Rudy Joseph Zagazetta, a.k.a. Roxas, the frontman, lead guitarist. <laughs> God damn it, Astrid. You fucked it up, Astrid. God damn it. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. All right. Hey guys, it's Roxas. <laughs> Yo, you're gonna be laughing the whole time. Alright. Okay. Greetings. <laughs>